0: Real Spit with Royale podcast, you already know what it is, your homie D-Royale is back in the building. Uh, Broadcasting live from Harlem right now, Uh, and salute to everybody actually uh, making it, if you're in the tri-state area, or at least if you live, you know, in New York City, um, you've probably been pelted with snow, Uh, you probably got hit with that snowstorm, which originally was supposed to be what I think it said... It was supposed to be what twelve inches to twelve to eighteen inches or something like that. The first they said six to nine. And then it went from nine to fourteen. And then it went from fourteen to the eighteen. And now they just went ahead and said, yes, yeah, two feet. We're getting two feet plus and it's actually still snowing now, so if you out and um, you live in the area if you live in harlem if you live in manhattan or anywhere near the area that i live in um you live brooklyn queens the bronx anywhere even jersey um so if you if you out here tread safely the snowstorm is still not letting up it's still snowing right now. now you probably can see it in the background oh i'm recording i'm 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 doing a video for this one huh um so the audio and the video will be separate You can find a video uh, on my YouTube channel or you can just, you know, go on my Instagram at D Royale or the Real Spit Royale uh, Instagram and check that out. I'll have all of the videos up and I'll also be able to put in something, uh, I'll I put in a couple of different markers, a couple of different treats for you to be in there. So you can skip through, um, and kind of find the topics that I discussed throughout the entirety of the show. Um, so really quick though, if you are, uh, in the New York area, the Jersey, New York city area, um, and you're out here and you snowed in and maybe things have closed down or maybe you, the trains closed down where you at because they interrupted a lot of services, um, in the area. Uh, so yeah, you see this, you can see a snow in the background. I it's still going. That's crazy. Uh, so if you are out here and let's say you post it up with your boo, you know what I'm saying? You got your little dip with you or maybe wifey or your husband with you or you got family in town um, or maybe it's just you, you know what I'm saying? And you post it up and you're like, damn, the liquor store is going to close or maybe I can't make it in enough time or I'm not trying to go out in the cold or whatever your, whatever your reason is. All right, I got the perfect solution for you. All right, if you live in a New York City, Jersey area, make sure you hit up my family over at Home Tipsy, huh? Hitty mop. Matter of fact, I got my uh, Home Tipsy product with me right now. You can see it. uh, This is actually what? This is uh, a medicated tea. All right. So um, I believe it's white peach, peppermint, um, honey, and lemon here. All right. So uh, the best thing about, you know, Home Tipsy, as you can see right here, bam. huh? The best thing about Home Tipsy uh, that I do like, though, is that they deliver to you like Home Tipsy pulls up on you. So if you on your phone, you're like, "Damn, I really wish I had a drink right now. It's snowing crazy. I got this little mission set up where I'm about to about to knock something back, you know, or maybe you just got a movie lined up or you got some food lined up. Uh you want like a little, little nightcap. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Make sure you follow them on Instagram, Home Tipsy. Um if you live right here in the tri-state area, well, actually no, I'm not I'm going to be safe. I don't want I want to limit my family's delivery protocol over there i don't, don't want to say that they can't all right they can pull up on you if they want to so uh, make sure you follow them home tipsy uh they're based out of you know the new york city area but once again it's a mobile delivery service so salute to my family over at home tipsy getting me right They make whatever drink you want to. You can put in special orders for Home Tipsy. That's how I got my medicated tea. All right. That's how you I kick off the podcast. I like to relax my nerves. (laughs) But also, they make a lot of mixed drinks. That Henny Colada is fire. All right. So that's one thing you need to know. The Henny Colada is fire. Uh, The regular Pina Colada is fire. All of the margarita flavors are fire. Um, I believe we just had the... um, I believe for what did I order? Uh, uh, it wasn't rum chata. No, it wasn't rum chata. What was it? It was coquito. Yeah, salute to that coquito with that white Hennessy, baby. Home Tipsy, man, I'm telling you, get you right every time. It's my family over there. All right, actually, you know what? I'm gonna keep it extra funky with you. Um, Home Tipsy has been holding me down since the beginning of the pandemic. All right, since the beginning of the pandemic, Home Tipsy has been holding me down because I remember when we first got shut down. It's coming up on what? It's coming up on about a year now uh, since the pandemic started. I think March is when they shut it down. I was at the spot. We was at, at the Spotify office, uh, and they shut it down. They told us that the offices would be closed. Spotify offices are still closed. Salute to my Spotify family over there. Um, and you know what the craziest part about it. I didn't even know about Home Tipsy at first, like when the pandemic first happened. And then they put us on, uh, we had uh, here in New York City, we had a um, curfew. So we had a curfew. And they set us all down and I was really upset about that because I'm like, man, I gotta hit the grocery store because everything shut down at nine o'clock. It was either eight or nine o'clock, and it was lines around every grocery store. Uh it was just lines everywhere um to do anything in the city before uh a curfew actually happened. And I remember I I was on Twitter and uh my homegirl, Adina, shout out to shout out to Adina, my family over there. Um, she hit me up and she basically was like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you're familiar with this particular, you know, with my homie. I'm like, oh, plug me. Like, what's going on? And, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got you right here. And she shot me over his information. She had shot me over my family information and, you know, put me in the game. And ever since then, salute to Adina. You held me down in a major way. Now I've been rocking with Home Tipsy through the whole pandemic. So when all the bars and everything was closed, I'm like, damn, like, what are we gonna do? You know, it was kind of weak out here. And I was thinking to myself like, man, it'll be so fire. It's a could just pull up on me with the goods. You know what I'm saying? Already strapped up. And, you know, the homie pulled up and made it happen. And ever since then, like, it's been the most incredible service ever. You know, you might be using Drizzly or whatever you're using, whatever app you're using. Throw that in the garbage. That's hot basura. I right, throw that away. <laughs> and uh, Make sure you follow Home Tipsy. Now, all of the drinks fire. Um, They also have, you know, the other side of the game, too. So if you're trying to get in there, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you follow at Home Tipsy. Salute to my girl. Adina held me down in a major way. Uh, and the, the whole pandemic, I've been ordering. Um so like it was dope because when it was when it was warmer outside I was able to get my hands on drinks that obviously matched, you know, the season and what's going on right now. Um but I will say as it got colder, the family was coming through with all of these creative drinks and the conquito. Now I'm gonna keep it extra funky with you. I really don't drink everybody's conquito. Now if you know like I know, if you if I moved to Florida, in Michigan we didn't really have, you know, conquito like that. You know what I'm saying? So we I'm I'm an eggnog baby. You know what I'm saying? So salute to all my eggnog babies. <laughs> You took a beating on Twitter this year. If you're an eggnog fan, you took a beating, all right? Just to even say you was sipping some eggnog, people was just being real disrespectful about eggnog uh, and also about... um. It was it was around Halloween and I guess this is thing on Twitter now where you know every Halloween it comes around and you know people like to really debate which candy is the best and you know you know one of my favorite candies got left off and and the disrespect on Twitter was very very real and I wasn't really feeling it. Now, I'm not going to name no names because I interact with these people quite often. All right, but candy corn got left left off the list and not only did it get left off the list, it was like honorable mention for the worst candy you could probably give out for Halloween and. Me personally, I just I just feel like that's super disrespectful. Now, if you eating candy corn out of season, you know you might want to you know you might want to sit yourself down, have a little heart to heart with yourself, you know, because that's a seasonal thing. Much like Conquito, right? So Conquito is like every when I moved to Florida, when I moved from Michigan to Florida. Quick backstory on coquito. I never knew what coquito was. Like I just, you know, and I and not everybody puts alcohol in theirs. Now that's where I was slightly disappointed because when I got to Florida, I moved to Orlando for Michigan, and I think the most disappointing thing, like everybody kept saying, "Oh, I'm gonna make you coquito." You never had it. You never had it. I'm like, damn, you know. So salute to my, hey, salute to my Puerto Rican and my Dominican family. You know what I'm saying? Because when I got to Florida, they held me down in a major way with that coquito. Now naturally, I'm lactose intolerant, but it don't really mess with my stomach as much as ice cream. Um, so, you know, some, Hey, sometimes you got to roll them dice out here, you know, sometimes for the love of that gate, throw that egg, no, you got to roll the dice out here. Um, so anyways, uh, I'm, I'm getting off traffic. I'm a uh, traffic while well, I'm getting off subject. Let me get back on topic. So basically I got to Florida. And my mom's friend was really big on Coquito, that and flaunt. And uh, she made me some and it had like rum in it and it was, it was fire. It was fire and it goes, it goes perfect. Now it really gets cold uh, in Florida like that, but I will say that um, for that particular time, it was like, I think it was like 55 degrees or, and then it dropped down to like 40 Three, which was the coldest it had been in like a ten-year span, so that coquito came to and it came through in a major way, in a major way. So uh, my family over at home, Tipsy, had the white henny coquito joints. Psh. When I tell you I was feeling right, it was feeling right. I you know, I, I put in a little work that night too. Salute to Coquito and my family over at home at Home Tipsy, uh, for, for giving me that do-it-fluid that Coquito had me right that night. Some of my some of my greatest hits that night. Yeah, yeah, she felt that. Uh moving on. So basically, if you have not gotten the chance uh to get down with Home Tipsy, make sure you do little make sure you do it. Uh they deliver. Uh, I got my little tea right here, my little fuse tea. Uh the packaging is dope. You know, they, they really they take orders uh, and they're not just giving you bland trash drinks. You know, they really giving you some some solid work. All right. They they're giving you solid work out here. So if you snowed in or maybe you can't move around like you need to. The bars are closed because, you know, it's mostly inside dining. But I think they're going to shut that down as well here in New York City. Make sure you hit up Home Tipsy. They'll hold you down. Round of applause to my family. It's crazy that it's still snowing, right? uh black history month baby yeah first day of it first day of it um now in the spirit of black history month you you probably already were aware of this about my podcast, just from general, you know, principal just off GP, I guess. Uh, so but my stories and content is going to be a, a lot more black. All right. This month. So bear with me. <laughs> if you're not feeling that, this is just fair warning, fair warning. But uh the, the, here's the thing about Black History Month that I will say. Um, I do have my little gripes about it being, you know, whatever shortest month of the year. Um, I, for one, feel like I, it's it's a, it's a slippery slope because I say let's do away with Black History Month being a month or just in February. Um, and let's do it all year round because obviously, you know, Black history is American history. Right. There is no history without that. So my thing is it's a slippery slope because if there's no call to action from other groups, you won't see a damn thing about black history on anybody's timeline. So it's such an appointment. Um, and it's so ingrained in everyone's brain just from, you know, obviously living in this country. But I think it's, um, I think it's one of those things where you kind of got to look at it like, yeah, you don't want our history relegated to a month, but at the same time, you know, if we want to be real about, and and transparent about the celebration of Black History Month. Some people... this is the only thing they associate with it, right? So I just think throughout the year, if you can, you know, make sure that you play, you praise, you know, black history just as much as uh, uh, as any other history. If you can, if you remember throughout the year, I do it. You know, I like posting little known facts that, hell, for the most part, some of the stuff I didn't even know. We only learn so much in school uh, until you get to secondary education and then you start realizing all types of crazy shit. Uh, but, yeah, so salute to Black History Month. We in here. <laughs> Which I think is super dope, uh, by the way, because in the spirit of Black History, I don't why did I say it that way? I don't know. Just anyways, uh, in the spirit of Black History Month, a lot of people may not know this, uh, but it came out earlier today that Stacey Abrams, I, she ran uh, for the governor, obviously, of Georgia, and she you know, lost out and there was a lot of controversy behind it. Uh, but one thing that she did do, she did galvanize voters. And the state of Georgia, which historically has been a red state, she flipped it blue. Now, I personally always like to say, you know, I'm not really uh uh I don't I don't think black people should be, for, for lack of better terminology, I don't think that we uh should be drawn to to uh I, I don't think that we should give our unadulterated. Support to just one political group. I just think that black people need to be a little bit more savvy Uh, when it comes to that. I think pledging to a group uh, wholeheartedly is kind of tricky because policies change. Times change. Things change. And, you know, I'm not I'm not going to be obtuse here and say that people black people shouldn't be Democrat or Republican. Uh, I think that's totally up to you, whatever your value system is. I just encourage you to look at the people within the party, those who have control of the party and ask yourself, does this person really line up with my personal values for my life as who I am in this country? And I think that that's more of a humanistic approach, which for some people that might be a little bit more difficult to navigate through because if you're a corrupt person or if you just don't have no sense of if your only selling point is I'm not no sheep like the rest of y'all. I, I think you're already too far gone at that point. I think you need to reconsider your whole stance in life. Uh, but anyways, I digress. Let me get back on track. Stacey Abrams has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. I'm, I'm so geeked, I almost, almost messed it up. Nobel Peace Prize. She is nominated for it. Shout out to Stacey Abrams. I almost called her an award. I mean, technically, it's like an award. Yeah, it's like an award it is an award anyways basically um for her for all of her contributions uh to galvanizing voters uh throughout voter suppression uh, a crazy sea of misinformation um and also um voter voter's rights being consistently infringed upon uh throughout this this past election in Georgia uh Stacey Abrams was out, was able to galvanize and really get a lot of people out to vote. She really drove drove it home uh for people to get out there and vote and flip Georgia blue. So one of the key contributors to making sure that uh you know president trump didn't retain his presidency uh was georgia and a lot of that work was put in by a black woman by the name of stacy abrams who is now nominated for the nobel peace prize let's get it come on come on now now i'm gonna keep it extra funky with you uh she did say she still has plans to run for governor in 2022 uh and i think she should i think she's more than capable of knocking that job out of the park um you this is when i and i look i don't live in georgia obviously you know i live in new york but anyways one of the things that was so impressive to me now listen i had a there's some things in politics that you just can't really quantify right like there's like oh you got the polls and you got policies and all that shit that's dope right by all means pay attention but i'm a nuanced type of person and when i was watching the Jeezy versus gucci versus when stacy abrams came on the screen i me that was yeah well i lost my shit i lost my i was like yo she had she had a gucci mane and and gz versus you know how much tension was in that room she was on the screen like make sure y'all get out there and vote it's a big election they had other things on their mind but the fact that she was able to you know come through for that versus and really push that um, and push voter registration registration uh, you know voting plans um, these these were all really huge contributing factors that I'm pretty sure when she showed her face at the Jeezy Gucci versus I just knew at that point I'm like Georgia gonna flip blue I mean anytime you get Jeezy and Gucci in the room squashed or something and performing so icy and prior to all of that the prelude is you know Stacy Abrams getting on there and really telling y'all to get out and vote dog that shit was dope. I got to give another round of applause for that. That's like big, that's like big, uh, you know, that's that's big energy right there. You know, that's like, that's like auntie vibes. Great. You The favorite, the favorite on, the family vibes. You know, when you get the two cousins who've been beefing, you know, and they got the most influence in the family, you get them together and tell everybody to the clean up their act. It wasn't like that, but it was, it was similar. It was similar. I'm not going to turn that down. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So salute to Stacey Abrams and... I thought that was pretty dope. You know, I think it's dope to give people their flowers while they're still alive. I'm not sure if everybody would have been able to, you know, really turn Georgia blue into that effect, but they were able to. And, you know, I just thought that was super fire. Uh, you know, some crazy stuff too. This is kind of off the topic. Um, so every podcast, this is kind of on topic but off topic. So every podcast going forward, what I'm going to do um, is I'm for the rest of this month and just in general, I'm going to build this in. Um, I'll probably find some way to build some imaging around this as well, just to kind of you know be able to split the pod up. So that way, if you want to just fast forward, if you start listening and stop, and you want to fast forward to this particular segment of the podcast, um, I'm going to build in like little known facts, but they'll predominantly be built, be in some support of black and brown people so round of applause to that round of applause to me for that. so i'm gonna drop some little trinkets in there i'll build some energy around it too i think it's gonna be really dope um i'm gonna, I'm gonna really probably build that in this week so that way by sunday um it'll be ready to go so Yeah, I think that's going to be pretty fire. So Black History Month, most definitely. Um, So I'll try to highlight, you know, someone in our community uh, who is really holding it down and really pushing, you know, the the plight of black people in this country forward. I'm excited about that. I also think that if we can... (laughs) Ooh, oh excuse me <laughs> if we can it's the hey it's the infused tea baby the tea working on me but anyways no so if we can what I'll probably do is I'll, I'll probably even do like a dedicate dedicated post to it um which I think would be pretty dope so yeah we're gonna do that this month I have a lot of fun with that back to what I was going to say the Super Bowl is this Sunday, round. Of, not it's not a slight round. Just just the I'll give them a half a round of applause because I'm really not I'm really not feeling the Super Bowl this year. And let me keep it a stack with you, right? Just all of the things surrounding the the build up to Super Bowl. I think it's very forced. Um, and I think it's very transparent. You know what the actual goal is, and you know I, obviously the Super Bowl. Look, the Super Bowl has been taking place in February, Black History Month, for the longest. I'm not really sure. I will have to look back and see if it was never before it was in February, if it's always been in February. So I can't really quote an actual duration of it being on Sundays in February. But I will say this. This particular Super Bowl, the way that the NFL is lining it up, they have, you know – they have this the poet coming in to do poetry and then they have uh what are they 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 doing this versus thing where they are playing all these these different you know it look i I just really feel like it's trash i'm not even gonna go down the list you could probably find a list yourself but i think it's trash i think the nfl's pr team is really reaching here i think they're reaching and i think it's going to be at a point where it's going to be it's going to backfire on them because obviously not look when when non-black people watch the watch football and they see things that are like you know um like political activism they consider it or maybe like a commercial that's like you know showing support for a group that they don't particularly believe in or belong to those people go batshit crazy you any Colin Kaepernick it was a Colin Kaepernick commercial I think last Super Bowl and people lost their shit you know people were saying stuff like you know don't mix you know what don't mix politics and sports or something like that or shut up and play ball or they was finding some stupid ass saying to kind of justify their ignorance and their willful bigotry um but i do think that is going to be really interesting to see the super bowl this year because there's a lot of stuff that they've signed on to uh and i'll have to look at the entirety of it but you know when when those non-black people see that (laughs) See that black woman get up there and spit poetry, <laughs> yo! I'm going. I'm going to Twitter is going to implode. That's what's going to happen. Y'all gonna see so look the NFL and, and shout. out You know, shout out to I. I don't even want to shout out Roger Goodell. No, damn that Roger Goodell is an interesting person, and I think his partnering with Rock Nation um really has spawned a, a lot of this. Um, so. I think it's interesting to see how the hirings have been going in the NFL versus what's going on with the Super Bowl uh, coming up this Sunday, which is going to be very interesting. But I, I don't think it's all in good favor. I I think it's all a political stunt. I think it's PR based. I mean. Obviously, it's a lose lose for them because if you if you come out loud and start supporting anything that may seem like it's Black Lives Matter or you know the organization right or maybe even just the sentiment that Black Lives Matter, not the organization. Anytime you sided with um, a particular group that non Black people or people who are the majority of this country don't agree with, they lose their heads. And I think it's the most incredible. It's to me, it's fascinating. I love it. You know, it's comical to see that you're upset. That a commercial including Colin Kaepernick and what he stood for kneeling uh, for social justice and police brutality and to still be mad at that after all these years I think is very fascinating interesting you know you know the type of hate you gotta have in your heart to be mad that you know the NFL ran a commercial with somebody in it that you dislike because of them standing for inequality and social justice like what type of hate you got to have in your heart is otherworldly um so the super bowl is coming up this sunday uh obviously this year is going to look a little different now i'm gonna keep it a stack with you i'm already looking at my timeline super bowl sunday is about to be a fiasco in Tampa. Much much of the country is still locked down. Florida has been pretty damn open. All right, Florida and Georgia if you wanted like you can still get the full real life experience if you pull up now Uh, so it's going to be this Sunday and I'm looking at my timeline. Obviously I follow a lot of DJs, promoters uh, on their talents you know, podcasters and yeah, they're going to be outside they're going to be outside, dog. It's about to go down. It's about to social. I just went on Twitter earlier and saw a video that went viral in New Orleans of people being out in the streets like like it's Mardi Gras like it's it, this is the, it's like COVID-19 Mardi Gras like they outside but no beads and ain't nobody really doing anything crazy because most of you know New Orleans is shut down but a lot of people going crazy out there so I know for a fact people you know I mean people planning to be in Tampa it's about to go through the roof it's about to get crazy you thought people was going to the clubs to watch the city girls bad wait till you see Tampa this weekend it is about it's about to be a full weekend too starting on Thursday night you should probably start seeing videos. You are going to start seeing performances in the city. I think I seen a Tory Lanez flyer. Uh that guy's going to be outside for whatever he going to do. Look, I, the Tory Lanez situation is really uh man, that is a crazy wild situation, but that's a that's a podcast topic for another time. But if you're planning to go to the Super Bowl, look, I you know, you grown as hell out here, you can make your decisions. Live your life however you see fit, but the Super Bowl most definitely Tampa is going to be flooded, um, and it's going to be mad. it's just going to be wild out there. Um, a part of me is jealous. Like I wish I could just throw caution to the wind, you know? Say f COVID. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here. I'm living life. I'm pulling up damn a restriction, you know mask on but still whatever might be a hole in it because people ripping holes in masks now and that Super Bowl is going to be crazy Um the parties and everything surrounded it I'd be shocked if it doesn't like something something's going to like some eyes are going to be on it it might a lot of those activities probably going to get shut down I hope they do for the safety of everybody because people out here living wild throughout COVID. You know, you got people who've been in the house and been really adhering to the restrictions and the pandemic guidelines that have come from the government. But a lot of people saying, fuck that in uh, the Super Bowl is where you most definitely will see that. Uh, so, but my predictions for the game, uh, if <laughs> this might be a mass spreader event, dog, this going to get crazy. You know what I mean? Buccaneers fans, here's the wildest shit, right? It's, it's a pandemic. And if you follow football, you know the Buccaneers. It's been a while. It's been a very, very long time since they've been this good, right? So salute! round of applause to all my Buccaneers fans, by the way. I got I got to shout y'all out. You know I I got to hand it to y'all. You know your team performed well. Obviously, you know society and you know in, in the world right now is not quite what you would want it to be. So you can't really enjoy it too much. You know which is crazy. But um, the Bucks are really good now. And this is and then on top of all of that. And this is me speaking. You know right as a as a Jets and Lions fan. Like so, so do what you will with that information. I yeah I'm out here. I'm out here. You know struggling. Every every Sunday, every Monday, Sunday and Thursday night, every NFL season it's the more the same. Losing, losing, losing. Round of applause to all the Jets and Lions fans. I'm not as much of a Lions fan as I used to be. Now I'm more so a Jets fan, but whatever. Hometown. You know, you gotta root, you gotta you gotta root for the soil if you can. Um so the Buccaneers are gonna, you know, host the Super Bowl this year. And if you're if you're a Bucks fan and you grew up just like really riding for the Bucks, this this has been a hard fought like winning season and host like that whole the whole journey up to this point was rough not this season obviously but just in general grand scheme right now you're hosting the the Super Bowl the first time ever a a Super Bowl city team I mean a Super Bowl that the city that Super Bowl is being held in now the team is going to be hosting it and you can't fucking go because of COVID-19 how trash is that how trash is that uh but look you know obviously you know people are gonna go some people like look this shit might not ever happen again in my lifetime so I'm riding with it and you know hey if that's your attitude if that's your mentality good luck to you I wish you don't you know practice all the restrictions possible but I mean it's a Super Bowl so what can you say anyways fast forward into my game prediction Whew, I don't know. I don't know who wins this game. Uh, part of me wants to see Tom Brady lose another Super Bowl. I'm not a big Tom Brady fan. Now I'll tell you why I'm not a big Tom Brady fan. Because he played for the University of Michigan. Enough said. We just going dead that right there. Um, but more so than anything else, if, if I had to bet, if I had to be a betting man, um, I would I would bet on the Chiefs winning. I would bet on the Chiefs winning. I think that Patrick Mahomes, because you know, in a game that's going to like the Super Bowl, a lot of times, like to have a crazy breakout game, like you know, some that that's it's great. It's a rarity, and it's great when that does happen. But I will say this, you know, that fourth quarter, if it's close, it gets stymy, and you know. The Buccaneers has a really, really, really good defensive line, really good D, uh, Pauls, really good defense. Um, they have did a great job on Aaron Rodgers on that second half of the AFC Championship game. Uh, you could see the stats. Aaron was still doing his thing, but it's just when you get to that end zone, when you get to that red zone, it's just, it, it gets, it gets really, it gets stymied there. You know, you get to that red zone, that red zone defense, you could tell if you don't have some, like your play, you're going to have to have a secondary option in your playbook. Right? So that way, if you're running your set and Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to scramble. Now it's like people really cooked Aaron Rodgers for not scrambling toward the end of the game. I think it was the last drive before they kicked that field goal. Um, and ultimately end up losing the game, but a lot of people are like, look, you scramble and you got enough. Mo- get the get the wheels going. Get to that end zone. Get to that pylon. Get to that corner. Score the touchdown. Patty Mahomes is going to be able to do that. I don't want to call him Patty. Patrick Mahomes would most definitely be able to do that. I think his legs give him a different dimension uh, that Tom Brady doesn't give his team. And once those defenses, like once it gets close and murky like that, I'm trusting Patrick to make that play where he can scramble, he can throw, he can run a little screen pitch. They got a lot of speed. I think that offense is going to be the reason why that defense isn't in a position to to lose the game for the Chiefs. Um, if it's a game-winning drive and the Chiefs' defense are on the field, I'm, I'm inclined to go with the Buccaneers, especially Tom Brady. There's not a coverage he hasn't seen. Uh, this team seems to be coming together at the right time. You see these other pieces just chipping in. I think the Super Bowl is going to be a really good game. I think it's, if, if I had to say I'm going to go with the Bucs winning – I'm sorry, the Bucs losing – I'm going to say the Chiefs win 28 – to 24 I got him by a, by a four point win because I think field goals are, if you if you on the end of kicking field goals whatever team kicks the most field goals are probably going to lose that's just my opinion because it's going to come down to a point to a point or a play where time is going to have to do something miraculous or you know you know, Patrick is going to have to do some miraculous. And I hope Patrick Mahomes is good. They said he's good. I know he had a concussion last game. He, like, he kind of blacked out a little bit. And they still went on to win the game without him, uh, which was still pretty dope. And you know i hope he comes back playing you know wholeheartedly because those injuries you could tell a lot of people stop running when they start getting them head injuries or you know they start getting those you know concussions they would be like fuck that i'm not getting out this pocket y'all gonna have to fight through that old line to get me (laughs) but uh it's gonna be interesting but i do and my pick is I, i will say the chiefs win 28 to 24 bucks lose at home and a huge upset um You know, if if you don't win at home, then I'm not really sure exactly what happens after that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's going to be crazy. Uh, But I think also one of the other things that I'm going to be looking forward to uh, throughout the game is going to be the um, the officiating. How is how is this going to how is this game going to be repped? Because. Some if it's a, cause they are gonna try to protect the investment as much as they can if you're the NFL. You want both teams to be at full power. So we'll see how that goes. I might bet, I might not, who knows? But um yeah, that's it. Round of applause to me for finally getting that out there. Showing myself a lot of love this evening. As you should too. Some more good um some more good news and current events to keep it more back on track. Um today we seen that Ryan Coogler just inked the Disney TV deal. With Wakanda, it's a series. Round of applause to my guy Ryan Coogler for keeping the Wakanda series alive. Uh, Black Panther obviously was to me one of the most incredible movies. I've ever seen you know what I'm saying I and I know some people are going to be like what a lot of people hated on Black Panther I, I think you know for it to be as successful as and as dope as it was like that was a special moment in time like Ryan Coogler really crafted something incredible and just in general like you know from the soundtrack with TDE really you know uh, taking over that soundtrack project like you had a lot of great songs off that project uh, Kendrick obviously t- guys phenomenal my favorite rapper round of applause for that round of applause for that um yeah so black panther was was insanely insanely uh successful all over the world by the way it wasn't even just one of those things where it was domestic and now to see ryan coogler teaming up with disney uh to create this wakanda series it's gonna be crazy uh, I'm excited. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm one of those people. I grew up watching, you know, Saturday morning cartoons, and X Men was my joint. Gargoyles was my joint. Like, you know, I a lot of dope. You know, a lot of I, I'm an anime guy too. But, anyways, back on track. So, with with Disney doing this, I think it's a smart move for Disney, and I think this is going to come at a time where, you know, obviously rest in peace, you know Chadwick Boseman. But um, a lot of people were saying, like, man, how do you continue this without him? You know, and, and I think that's a great question. I think it's a great question for Black Panther because, you know, he embodied it, like killed that role. You know, should have been nominated for a lot more hardware, in my opinion, but that's just me, though. And um, so, look, Black Panther Global Box Office, they brought in $1.3 billion. You know, $1.3 billion for that film, which I think the budget for it was like... I don't even remember. The budget was some crazy small number um, compared to what it actually brought in, which I thought was pretty, was pretty dope. Um, so there was a sequel that they reported. Um, it was supposed to start filming in, in March. Um, and then the, the sudden passing of Chadwick Boseman, obviously it caused the project to be sidelined. Um, so what we're going to see now is I guess we're going to be looking at it. The sequel is now set to kick off this summer in Atlanta. Shout out to Atlanta, still wide open, getting that paper. huh? Uh, So Lupita, Letitia Wright, Winston Duke, Angela Bassett, they're all expected to uh, reprise their roles as well. And I'm I'm excited about that. And then in the meantime, you ink this deal with Disney, you know, to really create this, you know, and and it's going to be so dope because uh, the deal it was inked today on black history month shout out my guy Ryan Coogler he probably been it, but they use this for PR which is dope whatever I can live with that um so it's going to take place you know this is going to be um, in an imaginary African country uh which is home to black people to black people wow should be uh Black Panther and his people uh, will also be uh on television and you can also check it out on the disney plus app which you know you, you're gonna have to hop out here and pay some money for that disney plus app when it's drop we just really gonna have to get in there with that um so it's gonna be exciting this is gonna be a um a whole series i'm geeked about that um man this, this is gonna be incredible yeah so i was trying to get a little bit more info on it but whatever so anyways I think it's going to be great. Shout out to Ryan Coogler. Hopefully they find some way to kind of really shout out, you know, and really pay, you know, really honor, you know, Chadwick Boseman. That would be pretty dope. So salute to them over at Disney for recognizing the real one where you see it. You see it. So you know this ain't really Black History based, but it did come across the timeline today, which you know I don't really like talking about deaths, but uh, Dustin Diamond, um, if you don't remember him, he played Screech and Saved by the Bell, one of my favorite childhood sitcoms. Talk to Um, Screech passed away today from cancer, and I didn't even know. I, I had no idea he had cancer. I, that's. You know, just thinking, you know, everybody's staying low in the pandemic. A lot of people keeping a lot of things close to chest. There's been a lot of celebrity passings more. And this is what I don't understand. Like, if you you, you see how often these celebrity passings are happening now, it's just crazy, man. The amount of death over last year and now this year as well has, has been um has been mind-blowing and emotionally crippling for the most part. So much so that you kind of stop, like trying to be so emotionally attached which is dangerous but um i will say this though Dustin Diamond did a great job at Screech. I don't know. I'm not really familiar with the rest of his catalog, but Screech was one of those guys early on where if you grew up watching Saved by the Bell like I did, you probably watched it, you know, before, you know, you went to school in the mornings. You know, that's when I watched the majority of it. Or we had a snow day, which like today would have been a snow day. You stay at home. They got a little marathon on. You can catch the whole joint all the way up to the college years, which I wasn't a big fan of the college years, but – I think it was the only way. It was a money grab. And it made sense to kind of tie up a lot of those storylines. Uh, but Screech was one of the it, one of the first. I would have to think long and hard. One of the first kids on television who was wildly obsessed with a girl that didn't look like him. Round of applause to that. Screech was on Lisa Turtle's head off the bat. First episode we saw Screech. He was on. Lisa head I'm not not really sure If Lisa and Screech Ended up together I'm gonna have to go back And check that storyline The only storyline I remember being wrapped up Was like Zach and um, Kelly Uh, But Dustin Diamond Did a great job Because Lisa was fine That was one of my Childhood crushes Yo Salute to uh, Was it Lark Voorhees Yeah Salute to her Right? And they was talking about re- they was talking about bringing it back. I think it was there was some plans for Save by the Bell to be like rebooted or something like that. I can't remember. I think it was maybe. I'm not really sure, but uh, yeah, I think it was like a reunion that happened or something like that. And uh, I would have been looking forward to seeing like all of the different stories that happened on the set. But anyways, uh, Lisa Lisa Turtle was she's one of the ones. Yo, Screech had good taste. Salute to my boy Screech, man. Cuz had good taste. I ain't gonna knock him on that. Yeah, but he passed away and a lot of people uh, really kind of shouted him. him. It's wild to see how a sitcom that took place, what, 40 years ago now? Um, Is um, how well received it was and how how a lot of people really have been, you know, riding for him. You know, a lot of people, Screech was their guy. It was all over Twitter today. It's pretty interesting to see. Uh the Love and support that he still has, like even in his time of demise. So that's a great look for him. So, a round of applause to everybody for giving us their base, their, their best screech uh, impersonations and uh, best or favorite moments from the show. <laughs> Salute to you if you got in on that. So, some other stuff that happened. At you know, I was just talking about this with the Kendrick Lamar thing, and I should have segued into this story, but I didn't. Whatever. Uh, so, the game apparently. He's telling everybody that he's the best rapper out the West Coast right now. Or I'm sorry, out of Compton, which, look, we ain't going to mint it. But he says he's the best MC out of Compton. He said even Kendrick is not as good as him. And for the most part, I love when artists stack themselves up against someone who is clearly perceived as better than them. Because it shows me that you really care and a time where there's a lot of music Very few MCs, uh, Very few storytellers Very, you know, very few, you know, album makers uh, This is more like a mixtape album era um, Or a singles-driven area um, era Which makes sense because of streaming, obviously But the game And I'm not going to knock the game I'm not going to knock the game I think game is a really good rapper I mean, I wouldn't have him in my top 10 if I put together a 10 list. He might make a top 20. He wouldn't be on a top 15. I could probably name 15 artists that I would rock with more, and it probably wouldn't even be debatable. But anyways, I think the game— And the game has kind of been on this, though, because I think he— I think part of him, and I know it's no knock because I think Kendrick is like, you know, him and Kendrick, I, I believe, are close. So it's not a knock-on game, and it's not even trying to pay him, paint him in a negative light because it's completely humanistic. I think that he's a little bit jealous at Kendrick Lamar's success. I think that's what it is. Because when you look at the list of Compton rappers, which is an impressive list, all right, shout out to Compton, all right? Shout out to, shout out to Compton. Because how do you have that many dope artists? Like it's—I mean—from DJ Quick to Easy E to—I mean, damn, that list is crazy for Compton rappers. Um, but I will say this: I—I I don't think he's the best to ever come out of Compton. I think he would be behind Easy E to me. The top of that list—I just start with the top: Kendrick Lamar. Round of applause for Kendrick Lamar for K dot being so fucking dope for so long. It's neat to that guy, um. And you know what's so funny is the game. I don't think this is the first time he said it. I think he said it, like, on an album or something. But, you know, I think game would probably be, if I'm naming them off the top of my, like, like, my top five Compton artists would be DJ Quick. And this is in no particular order until I get to Kendrick because Kendrick's the number one. So DJ Quick, Kendrick, Eazy-E, uh he's just my top five uh man j-rock no j-rock's not from compton i don't think he's from compton i could be off with that i'm gonna check my facts later um Who else? Man, Uh, uh, I guess the game would be in there. The game would be in my top five Compton rappers. I I think I would have to hand it to him when it comes to top five Compton rappers. I have to hand it to him. All right, so salute the game for making my top five Compton rappers. But, boy, you're not better than Kendrick. You fooling. You fooling, cuz. I don't think you up there like that. I love when artists do stuff like that because it gives us something to talk about. You know, he has some good points. I'm not going to read them all out, you know, but, you know, hey salute to that guy um and you know so funny in honor of Black History Month I know I did um I touched on the Stacey Abrams thing earlier um salute again to Stacey Abrams for uh being nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize that's major not even a current sitting governor at the moment but still really swaying the people like that's that's that invisible hand yeah uh, that uh but yeah another dope black history month story because i think what with black history month what we don't do i don't think we do a good enough job at um pushing the current narratives or the the black history that's happened that's most recently i don't think we do a good job of, of telling those as much as we should but uh another dope You know, and I think a lot of this stuff you're going to come out and see now because it's been planned. But obviously with the new administration, you know, a lot of these things are coming to fruition. So John Lewis, uh, who passed away, uh, what was it? I think last year, as a matter of fact, Um, so John Lewis, who passed away, he he will have a memorial um, that will replace a Confederate monument in Atlanta. All right. The Confederate monument was moved. It was removed in 2020. So last year, because it was a public nuisance, people kept spray painting it, tearing it down. So they removed it. Um, and here, John Lewis, obviously one of the greatest. I look, in this, when we look at civil rights and we look at the heroes, if there's like a top 10 all the time, or, you know, we should keep stats for these things. You know how you figure out who's the, uh, the number one scoring champion or the number one point scorer in the NBA. We should have a, a, a list, of people who really serve the black people on a different level. Uh, John Lewis is one of those people who's frontline at the civil rights. Uh, He's still his whole life's work really was, you know, centered around helping African-Americans. You know, when you think about the entire thing, uh, he was thoroughly disrespected by several people who I'm not even going to name. You see the politicians talk. So whatever. But John Lewis is finally going to get a monument. And the dopest part about it is, is that it's going to happen in Atlanta. One of the blackest places you can be. Round of applause to Atlanta for that. And it's also going to replace a Confederate monument. Round of applause for that shit, too. you taking wins. All wins. 2021, all wins. Um, but I thought that was pretty dope, though. If you got a chance to check out the story, I think you should. If you haven't gotten a chance to check out the story, you probably should. It's snowing. and It's going crazy outside, so I'm drinking whiskey tonight. Got to keep myself warm. All right. What other excuse I got? Um, another funny thing. <laughs> you know, you know, the wild part about Twitter is I get on Twitter and I damn near follow Twitter just because of the satire that it produces. So there was a there was a meeting of the minds, I guess. I guess you could kind of say it was Congress meeting with the president. And uh, Senator Susan Collins um, came out with a little update. Now, all anybody has been asking for, all anybody has been asking for on Twitter is these damn stimulus checks. All right, Joe Biden, my mans, you're really going to have to get it together. Because if Twitter start calling for them checks, you better have the checks out for us, family. It better happen. It better happen like this. Scary fast. It better happen. You know how quick that was? But it happened that fast, Joe. I don't think people got patience for you right now after the train we just got off of with the last president. But all jokes aside, though... Uh, there was an update uh, on the current state of the stimulus package. So there's going to be a new uh, COVID-19 relief package, and apparently it's supposed to fix the economy by the summer and help a lot of people out who've been, you know, uh, financially displaced or if you've been laid off or maybe COVID-19 has, you know, maybe you've caught COVID and survived it and had a lot of health bills racked up since then because the American health care system is most definitely not the best system to be in. Uh, So there's been an update, and this is what was said.
1: Good evening. Everybody, We have just had a very productive cordial two-hour meeting with the President and the Vice President and some of their key aides to discuss the next steps on the COVID relief package. We outlined for the president the provisions that we have proposed as part of an approximately $600 billion package. He explained in more depth areas that... uh, were not fleshed out as much in the package the 1.9 trillion dollar package and it was a very good exchange of views. I wouldn't say that we came together on a package tonight. No one expected that in a 2-hour meeting. But what we did agree to do is to follow up and talk further at the staff level and amongst ourselves and with the president and vice president on how we can continue to work together on this very important
0: issue. It's not sounding like no money to me. That's what it's not giving. It's not giving money talk, all right? It's not giving... That's all I got when I heard all that. Come on, Susan. Come on, Susan Collins. Senator Susan Collins, you're lying to me right now. I'm not feeling it, all right? I know y'all got together, had a meeting of the minds... But it ain't sounding like no money to me. It's giving me bore. That's what it's giving me. All right? If the next time y'all come out and give another announcement about a COVID-19 relief package, I better hear some cash. That's all I want to hear. Where them two racks at? I need <laughs> No, all jokes aside, though this has been a um this this has been a, a huge you know governmental transition um at every level um uh, and, and a lot of things are being ironed out and and I'm really hoping that uh, in the near future fi- in, the, in the, new, the near future I hope that everyone really does get some some form of relief because this is the most unprecedented craziest shit that ever happened in my lifetime. Well, for this long, you know, this is one of them contagion type outbreaks and uh, when you see how much the world has changed and how many businesses have left and so many people you know facing eviction and behind on bills um, I I believe they pushed they canceled student loans I believe until either September or next year. Um, So a lot of things have been pushed back to give, you know, the American public the help it deserves. Uh, Obviously corporations are going to be just fine. You know, these millionaires and these billionaires and CEOs, you know, they're going to get, they're, they're going to get theirs. You know what I'm saying? Let's just keep it extra funky about that. But in the meantime, Susan Collins, I I, I need to see, I I need to see that cash baby girl. (laughs) How at Joe Biden, round them all up. I don't wanna hear nothing about these memes talking about you all ain't come to no type of consensus. We need that bread. Drop that ASAP. <laughs> uh Real Spit Royale, your homie D Royale the podcast. And I think it's um I think it's one of one of the funnest things though to 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 really play with government officials like because i think a lot of people are so uptight especially coming off that last administration um so when i hear updates like that i'm like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. run me my bread joe biden and it, it ain't giving me check vibes it's giving me excuse vibes and i need that bread joe anyways y'all me d yeah i think this, that, that's it for me that's it for me i think i'm gonna wrap up i've been having a lot of fun um don't forget to subscribe um uh, on all platforms wherever you see streaming i'm there. whether it's title spotify apple um man anything stitcher uh uh what 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 google podcast uh audible i'm everywhere literally i'm everywhere you can check me out real spit royale make sure real spit with royale make sure that you follow me also uh on twitter and instagram real spit with royale and i'm going to drop merch round of applause for me dropping merch dropping some merch out here uh so make sure you cop that too i know christmas is past i should have tried to drop the merch and but you know what i wanted to wait on the merch though i didn't think i didn't think merch was a smart move initially because i'm like all right uh, everybody started people starting to listen now now i'm like damn i might as well drop the merch if you really want to support me what's happening with it hmm? i had a link uh in my bio or something like that because I'm not building another website I tried to build the damn WordPress website I'm a little frustrated about that by the way don't forget uh, yeah make sure you subscribe to the Royal Journal all right' it's basically the um, publication of this right so you know I do I have interviews actually coming up I have an interview coming up this Wednesday uh, with someone who's really really gonna talk to independent artists uh, independent content creators uh, about getting paid for their work um, which is something that we all are still trying to figure out so I will have a guest this Wednesday for this Wednesday's episode, uh, talking to independent artists about distributing their music, owning one hundred percent of their profits, uh, and still getting buzz and push. Like you feel like you are, you are part of a record, a major label. So I will have a guest. Uh, shout out to my guy that's going to be coming in this wednesday also i'm going to be featured on another podcast this friday um so i'm excited about that i'm gonna share some snippets from that too a lot of people um, salute to everybody that's been reaching out to to do podcast collaborations and have me on their shows uh, or even work with me to produce your podcast so by the way yes i do produce podcasts i got an entire home studio set up as you can see um so i can re- i can record podcasts remotely in high definition all right so if you need your podcast recorded produced uh if you need me to segmentize it for you create imaging for you um pretty much all things all things podcasting you know if you if you you know want to work with me I got different packages for different people if you're already up and running um I segmentize I produce um what coordinate get it distributed for you uh find ways to make you some money so basically I'm like I'm I'm living in this podcast shit right like I'm pretty much I'm I'm in it I'm embedded in a grain all right but no real spit though if you really want to hit me up I can work with Put you, uh, whatever your budget is, we can put together a package that'll be comprehensive for you. Um, so that's going to be super dope. So, uh, yeah, don't forget to reach out to me on that. The merch is going to be dropping soon, and then I have the Royal Journal, uh, which is basically you know basically my blog where I publish all of my stories. So I find little different stories and I kind of follow them and I track their development and I reach out to people to interview them. Those interviews will appear right here on Real Spit Royale podcast as I'm adding in uh, a video element that you can watch on YouTube and also on Instagram. Um, So don't forget to like and follow the Royal Journal. It's completely free. All right, it's just the publication of this. You know, I like to do journalistic work, right? That's the journalistic integrity in me. There's a lot of misinformation out here. I want to give you the real spit in written form. So that way if you enjoy reading and um, catching up on different stories that you may have not been privy to prior. That is the place to do it all right real spit royale this is the podcast i have the publication coming as well so that way you can keep up to date on all things uh that's dope all right especially things of the culture because that's what this podcast is about current events for the culture holler at me real spit royale you already know what it is follow me subscribe like i'm on youtube soundcloud damn near everything uh so make sure you get in on that uh this Wednesday i got a guest coming in so if you are an independent artist uh a creator anything that you put together on your own and you want to get publication you want to make money listen in for This Wednesday's episode. I real Spit Royale, your homie D Royale. I'm out of here. I don't even know what to do no more.